1: So long, Charles Martinet, and thanks for all the it's-a-me, Mario's. For August 22nd, 2023, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, could video games be the answer to the U.S.'s Adderall shortage? And video game sales ticked up slightly in July. One of the most prolific voice actors in gaming history, the legendary Charles Martinet, as of early Monday morning, is no longer the official voice of Mario. In a statement from Nintendo, Martinet said he will be transitioning from voice actor to, quote, Mario ambassador which seems to be a sort of retirement role for Martinette. Nintendo assured fans that Martinette isn't going to be relegated to behind-the-scenes stuff, but will be interacting with fans at conventions and events to, quote, "...share the joy of Mario." Nintendo's statement also hinted that Martinette will be moving away from the other characters he voices, which include Luigi, Wario, and Waluigi though Nintendo never elaborated on Martinet's successor. Nintendo finished their statement saying that they are working towards celebrating Martinet for his 30 years of voicing Mario, and that Shigeru Miyamoto and Charles himself will announce more information at a later date. Martinet commented on the statement from Nintendo saying, "Quote: My new adventure begins. You are all number one in my heart. Overall, it's kind of bittersweet to see Martinette's era of Mario coming to an end, though it's going to be fascinating to see who steps into the plumber's large boots. Earlier this month, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and the Drug Enforcement Administration put out a joint statement addressing the ongoing Adderall shortages that have been plaguing the U.S. for three years. Now, typically, news like this wouldn't be video game related, but since the FDA can't compel pharmaceutical companies to produce Adderall faster, they've been looking for alternatives to help those with Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Interestingly, one of those alternatives that the FDA is turning to is actually video games, and in particular, Akili Interactive's video game that I covered last year, Endeavor Rx which is an FDA-approved video game therapy for kids between 8 and 12 who have ADHD. Though recently, Akili Interactive released Endeavor OTC for Apple devices, which is an over-the-counter version of Endeavor RX designed for adults with ADHD. Looking at the game, it's an endless runner which tasks the player with dodging obstacles and collecting tokens. On top of that, though, Endeavor OTC requires the player to simultaneously pick up or dodge certain creatures. Endeavor OTC also analyzes and adapts to the player's abilities in real time to keep challenging the player, essentially trying to treat the ADHD with exposure therapy, training the player's brains with gameplay that focuses on multiple tasks with several distractions. Now, since Endeavor OTC has only been out to the general public for less than six weeks, it's unclear if this is actually helping people with ADHD. Some of the Keeley Interactive's researchers did show optimism to Wired.com about this first clinical trial for Endeavor OTC, but not all of the data has been collected and analyzed yet. However, one sentiment shared among all researchers is that Endeavor OTC is not going to replace stimulant-based medications, though there is hope that it could help modify people's treatment to reduce dependency on stimulants like Adderall helping to reinforce behavioral changes to improve attention. Now, this is where I would typically advocate or even encourage people to check this game out, but Endeavor OTC is considered medicine, as weird as that seems. So what I will say is that if you have ADHD, talk to your doctor about Endeavor OTC before trying it out. The market analysis firm Circana, formerly known as NPD Group, released their July report on U.S. video game sales this week, showing that U.S. video game sales are ticking up slightly, with the total spending on gaming in the U.S. hitting $4.2 billion for July, a 1% increase year-over-year. Content sales made up $3.7 billion of that $4.2 billion total, while accessories only made up $173 million and hardware made up $292 million. Hardware sales in particular were down 19% year-over-year. The game that sold the most in July is surprisingly Gunfire Games Remnant 2, which has been critically acclaimed by fans and newcomers to the Remnant series. The rest of the top five are as follows Diablo 4, 2022's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Hogwarts Legacy, Weirdly, and Final Fantasy XVI. For notable jumps in the top 20, we saw Elden Ring jump from 16th place to 9th place, possibly getting ready for that DLC coming up, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom fell from 4th to 7th place. Overall it seems that game sales are starting to even out slightly, despite 2023's overall spending trending down. Though, going into the fall and holiday seasons, it's going to be up in the air if 2023 will end strong for the gaming industry, given the fact that we are still weathering an inflationary period that's eating up most people's disposable income. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash limit break radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep
0: listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.